time. Yeah, um, it's another podcast episode with your favourite introduction. I'm Jacob. I'm here with. It's me. It's Indigo. Indigo. <laughs> um, we're reviewing slash just discussing because it's not really a review. We don't really have any authority to give a review. No. Um, see how they run, which is a new whodunit murder mystery film starring Sam Rockwell and Cersei Ronan. Um, yeah, it's first time director, well, first feature film director. They did uh, This Country, which is the BBC comedy. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, which is what they got one of the main characters from This Country is in See How They Run. That's the bellboy at the theatre. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How did you feel about this film before watching it? Because the trailers were kind of everywhere beforehand. I loved the look of it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I had lots of what I like in a movie. <laughs> yeah, are you a <laughs> fan? Are you a fan of like whodunits and murder mysteries and that kind of thing? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, yeah, no, definitely, actually. Yeah. Um, de- I love, I love a bit of mystery, trying to figure something out. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, because I obviously, I mean, the trailer. A lot of people kind of not necessarily criticised the trailer, but observed that the trailer was quite Wes Anderson esque. Um, I didn't. I, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I think it's mainly just because it's got a lot of similar actors. It's obviously got Cersei Ronan and Adrian Brody and stuff. In yeah. There. Um, I found that it actually wasn't very Wes Anderson at all. The Did film. you not think? No, I didn't really. I mean, there there are a couple of moments. There were a couple of shots where there's one shot in particular where Cersei Ronan's character is in a car driving, and the the camera does this like lockdown hard pan from the exterior of the car to the interior that I thought was very weather. Like, there's a couple of things like that, but I didn't... There's I don't a couple think of was... framing moments yeah. as well. Like, it definitely has, like, a Wes Anderson style to it, I think, but mm. not in a... But I don't take that as a bad thing. To me, I actually feel like it's it's done what I almost miss from Wes Anderson, where it's, like, it's just a style rather than, like, the focal point of the yeah, movie. It's still got it's still got some yeah. emotional grounding in reality. As it was just a been way... In Wes, Wes Anderson's world. Yeah. It was just a way the movie looked, which yeah. I think worked well. I do think it looked a bit like a Wes Anderson, maybe not to the extremes, yeah. but there was a lot of framing, just kind of, like, um, where, where you, like it doesn't get straight into the action of a scene and you've mm. kind of got a person waiting around for the scene to start. Yeah. Um, which is, I feel, happens quite a lot in Wes and maybe not like all like exactly symmetrical, but just, you know, yeah. but it's, I mean, every movie maker, cinematographer, whatever, whoever is in charge of these things, um, obviously thinks about how the shot is set up. Yeah. It's a large part of a movie, but you can kind of see it more. Yes, yeah, sure. I liked. Yeah, well, more broadly, did you like the film? Yes. <laughs> Boring <laughs> answer. Yeah, no, I did. <clears throat> um, again, I'm gonna say this every single time because it is the biggest thing I think that affects my enjoyment of a movie is my expectations when I go in, and I thought I was gonna like it, and I knew I would like it. So at best, it could not disappoint yeah um and it didn't disappoint it didn't blow me out the water mm. it wasn't reinventing the wheel but it owned up to not reinventing the wheel it actually really played off the fact that yeah. it wasn't reinventing the wheel which i can see you not liking i should ask you because you're doing a lot of asking me but we haven't discussed this at all and i feel like you probably have stronger I... negative opinions on it 
Yeah, I would. I would say I. I enjoyed it in the lightest way that you could possibly enjoy something. Like I would. I would say I just tipped over into enjoying it. Hmm. You know, um, I have a fair few issues with it. I think um, it feels like a first time directed to me. Like the film felt like the first. Do you think? Film. Yeah, it felt a little bit. See, I really didn't. I, I completely disagree with that. I think it feels like someone who knows their style, knows what they wanted mm. and did that. It, for me, whether it was like a great story or, um, you know, like it's not going to be a timeless classic, I felt like it was very well executed. I thought it was well enough executed. I think like the, what, what I mean by first time director is that like, a lot of first time feel like debut films you kind of they really wear their influence influences on their sleeve whilst they're trying to figure out what their own style is and i think okay. that's where a lot of like the wes anderson stuff yeah. comes from it feels like it, it didn't have its own real sense of identity in that sense like felt like it was pulling from a lot of different places so there's obviously the wes anderson comparison but the one that stood out to me which i think i, I that's one of the things we have spoken about is that to me the humor in it um was very naked gun police squad um airplane and that kind of thing <coughs> um so it's very like they're very spoofy humor um i mean that there, there were there were jokes in there that to me i felt were very intentional callbacks to naked gun and police squad like for example when Sa- sort of sam rockwell's character who is a, a detective when he parks his car he crashes it up on the curb like um you know how you know leslie nelson's character does in police squad and also you know some of the jokes where they play on people's names so there's a character whose surname is achu and she mm. says achu and someone says bless you and she you know, no i'm talking to the character like those kind of jokes they're very kind of silly yeah um like not based in re- reality really at all like very kind of slapsticky kind of humor yeah i would um, completely agree i guess i wouldn't take that as a I, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a negative um, in of itself. What I do think is a negative is that I don't think one. Of, I think one of my biggest criticisms of the film is that I don't think the film is as funny as it thinks it is. Um, I don't think the jokes landed, and because of that style of humour, when those don't, when those kind of jokes, those kind of slapstick, silly jokes, when they don't land for me, they just become quite annoying. Um, and there were a couple of times and I'm not to say that it wasn't funny like I definitely did think there are there are a few like pretty funny jokes in there I thought um, it was very funny I, was, like, I actually found myself laughing a few times which is yeah. like really rare even <laughs> like in a proper comedy yeah I mean like, not that this I, I think it's comedy. a weird one because there's a lot of jokes where and again maybe this ties into what I think about it maybe being a first time feature is that a lot of the jokes felt ruined by like the timing as well like there are a couple of punchlines that like i'm just like in principle that joke is kind of funny but for some reason it's just not well there, there's one scene in particular that it, the the trailer in the trailer they use a different edit to what's in the film mm. and in the trailer it works better for me which is the joke where um one of the women one of the, a character goes oh it was me i did it as a joke and then cersei ronan's character takes it seriously and goes to arrest her and then sam rockwell's like no 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 like yeah in the trailer i found that really funny and in the film, they use a different reaction from Sam Rockwell, and it doesn't work nearly as well as it does in the trailer for me. And I, there's a couple of moments like that where it's like the. Div- but Sam Rockwell's reaction isn't the humorous bit. For well, for me, it kind of was. It's Sasha like, Ro- Ronan making the being. It's a two. It's a really ridiculous. I mean, it's, I think it's a multi 
pronged you know like there's more than one yeah you know, no i would I'd... agree but i guess for me it didn't feel weird that yeah. sam rockwell's reaction wasn't mm. funny because that was like the punchline had happened i think this is going to be a review where we disagree quite a lot because yeah. it's, it's a film for me that i have i feel what i have are a few hot takes on it because i i'm actually surprised i went and looked after watching the film i looked at some of the reviews i hadn't looked at any reviews beforehand good and everyone is viewing this film really quite positively and I was surprised at how positively people are viewing it. So what I get my one of my hot takes on this is that I think Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. He's one of my favorite actors. I think he was miscast in this film. Interesting. I I was watching it and I was just like, there's something about him that I don't think is right for this character. Yeah, I didn't. I. Don't know, I don't know what to say about that. I, don't know, I, don't I mean, know, I, don't I think was, he was great. I don't know if it was the chemistry between him and Cerserona that I just wasn't really like jiving with. One thing we're going to disagree with this whole time is how to say her name. How are you saying it? Saoirse. Is it Saoirse Ronan? I don't know. I don't know. Neither well, of us are Irish. You're, Closer. You're, you're better at these things than me, so I'll go with that. Saoirse Ronan. That's right. You're probably right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I was kind of... Yeah, I was kind of almost, in some ways, I was like, maybe like someone like a Brendan Gleeson or whatever would be better. Oh, I mean, Brendan Gleeson's going to be fantastic in whatever he's yeah. in, but I don't think that mate, I don't think he was wrong. Whether I feel like, yeah, there are other people who would have also been great and he would have definitely brought something different yeah. to it, but I thought he was good. Yeah, and then certain like recurring jokes didn't really pay off for me, like the, um, the never jump to conclusions bit like i think i think one of the problems i have with it is that there are times where it felt quite repetitive and i think that is something yeah. that you do get with whodunits where it's like they'll interview one person then they got in the car and said don't jump to conclusions and they go and interview another person they'd get in the car and then she would think they were the murderer and he'd say don't jump to conclusions and it, ha- it felt like that happened a few times yeah and i was getting to the point where i was like okay i want this to kind of do something else now and i think like that that's one of the problems i have with the film is that i don't think it was paced that well so i think there were some repetitive things in there um i thought the decision to separate because it's an ensemble cast and i think the decision to separate them all throughout the film was quite odd so you know at the start you see them all together at the theater and stuff but then you they interview them all separately and, and like you don't really see them all together mm. i guess until the end and even in the end they don't really interact all that much mm. um but yeah we were by the way i mean that, that you pulled a face because that was semi-spoiler you won't get into spoilers yet um but yeah yeah. What? Um, I was gonna say something. You've just made a, quite a few points <laughs> all at once. Love the sound of your own voice. So I do I. How dare you not let me speak? Um, I guess so. My stuff about the you not liking the humour so much and the repetitiveness. I I get. Mm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I totally see how someone could feel that way. And like, not every joke did land. And the one you're re- referencing particularly, the like. I'm doing it again, aren't I? I'm jumping to conclusions. Like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't massively funny, but it it didn't like twang wrong either. Yeah. You know, when when there's a dud note and you're like, oh, like that didn't hit where it was supposed to. It just didn't make me laugh, but it didn't it didn't mess anything up for me. But yeah. I find it really. I'm not surprised because I actually the reaction you're having is almost exactly what I thought you would have. <laughs> but as you said, that airplane type humor yeah is you to a t it's what you love yeah, yeah. so it's it maybe love, yeah. actually explains why you don't like it so much if it wasn't it if it wasn't done yeah. quite to quite to the right standard whilst for me actually sometimes i find those shows a bit much mm. when you show me them i'm like i get the humor but like 
it can become a bit exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And this didn't do that for me, so it used the same style of humour, but I actually, in a way that I preferred it, and mm. mixed with that style that I thought was really aesthetic and, like, the story and stuff. So I, for me, felt that that worked quite well. But also... Who are you to complain about a repetitive joke? It's like you you're a Stuart Lee fan. The whole <laughs> point is to do it to death. No, and then no, but the, vlog the it. when I say repetitive, I'm not talking about the jokes. I mean like the actual kind of structure of the film, the fact that they would go from interviewing person to person and I would just find You mean it. the jokes as well, because like with the yeah, I guess, I mean, and yeah, when I you're guess, repeating yeah, a joke yeah. that you don't find funny, that you're you gonna find, find funny, it more. Yeah. Um because yeah, no, I, I I do get that. And I but I didn't find the structure I didn't find the structure particularly repetitive. Mm. Um, at least not in any, any way that wasn't almost meta taking the piss out of itself for being a repeat of yeah. every other whodunit um, and yeah I didn't um, so what was I, 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 did, I didn't find it particularly repetitive like with the yeah. interviewing and stuff and I wouldn't say I found the pacing wrong either like I'm maybe not for maybe not in the micro sense like for specific jokes I'm I'm not I'm not sure that I would agree there are maybe some uh, punchlines that didn't hit quite right yeah but I would say that for the film overall on a more macro scale I think feel like it worked well with the pacing mm. like it got through it I wasn't bored there was like something new yeah. often enough yeah i mean yeah like there, i think there are definitely parts that did really work for me like i really liked um the police like chief or constable played by uh what's name tim key um i thought he was really funny uh he's kind of you know he's, he's slightly traditional but trying to be yeah like trying to get with the times and those kind of jokes that he was yeah i thought about. that was really funny um yeah something like like the comments he made about how women could never be in the force but you know he's got to try and like you know get more of them in and that kind of thing and the jokes he's making like that were quite funny but um and like, there are some really silly jokes that i loved like um kind of like a throwaway scene where they're walking through a film set and they're talking about getting Grace Kelly for the next Alfred Hitchcock film, but she's busy, so it's dull M for maybe next time, which I thought was very funny. Which you had to explain to me and I've already forgotten. <laughs> well, because dull M for murder is an Alfred Hitchcock film, so it's, you know. I see, yeah. Um, but... As I like, like, silly little jokes like that, and yeah. it was it was silly. I didn't feel like it was trying to be anything other than what it was, yeah. and I respect that. I didn't need anything more from it. I feel like the whodunit was intriguing enough and like like it wasn't completely unpredictable yeah um but it wasn't yeah. i feel like well, you know it wasn't obvious either like what well, there were points that i considered it it it, it could be other people yeah. and stuff well if we get into spoilers from here on out do you not think there's more? Well, do you have anything, any other non I guess just about, um, just vibey stuff, let me think. Um, I really liked the meta humour. Yeah. I really liked the, I really liked the opening mm. and that it just owned up to it rather than, you know, trying to claim that that isn't what it was going to do. Play yeah. up to it. I respect that. See, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted about that because I, I don't know that pointing out the cliches excuses you from then continuing to I perpetuate <laughs> them you know like i do because a lot of the cliches like are they cliches or are they like just classic tropes that is like 
one inevitable yeah. that you can't quite not play into. Yeah, well, and I think and that's... also, yeah, <sighs> no. I just think I would be more annoyed by something trying really hard to be mm. different than something being than something taking the piss out of itself. I think that's what, and when I say spoilers, I don't necessarily mean that we have to talk about the ending, but just some like certain details that some people might not want to know. But like in in terms of that, I think what I didn't like about it is the meta commentary kind of teased for me. You might disagree. I think you might disagree. Um, it teased that the film was going to end up doing something more interesting for me. Like the fact they kept on poking fun at the cliches of murder mystery films. It almost like it was talking a good game and I thought it was going to deliver on something. Like there's going to be some kind of, you know, they were going to turn the, the tropes on its head somehow by the end of the film. And I kind of thought that's what the meta commentary was leading to, but it never actually happened. What actually happened is they described what was going to happen and that's kind of just what happened. You know, yeah. quite, like even quite literally, because obviously, and I guess this would kind of this actually would constitute a spoiler. Yeah, I is think I know what you're about to the, with the sketches. Yeah. Um. So obviously, concurrent to this, so the the film, um, is obviously set alongside Mousetrap, the stage play, the Agatha Christie play, and they're doing sketches for a film adaptation. They're doing the storyboards, and then they plot out obviously the the end of their film, and that ends up actually being the end of this film that we're watching. Um, and I kind of knew when they're showing us that I was like, okay, so that's probably yeah. how this film is going to end. Same, um, but it, that's not in a. But that's only in like a meta and kind of almost that like almost ridiculous abstract way. Yeah, that kind of fantastical film, mystical way. Like, yeah. Rather than it doesn't. T- it tells you, you know, it's staging and mm. silly stuff like that, rather than like mystery and plot points. Yeah. yeah, I think it. I yeah, I think it worked well, and it played up to the. I think in conjunction with that humor that is like deadpan obviousness. Mm. I think it doing something that where you are playing up to a trope in a, quite a deadpan and obvious way, but making a joke out of it worked well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I. I mean, I, I, it definitely wasn't like one of my biggest problems with the film, but I just found it it kind of added to the disappointment of the ending to me. So I did find the resolution of you know finding out who the murderer was to be a bit underwhelming, um, because it was just yeah I don't know I just I I do feel like the film kind of it felt like it was leading me to think that it was going to do something a bit more interesting than just being a standard relatively by the numbers who done it which is kind of what it ended up being for me see i think for me what i took away from it was less that it's going to do something different with it i really didn't take that away from it i was like it's gonna be a who done it but for me what i took away from it was less it's 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 not trying to be it's a film almost more about a who done it yeah than yeah a who done it itself because like whilst the mystery whilst there is obviously the mystery of who is doing it, mm. the intrigue... It's not that the intrigue isn't there. Like, I am curious. I am wondering who it is the whole time. I am coming up with my own theories. But it's almost, like, part of the comedy rather than, mm. like, a murdery intrigue. Like, yeah. you're not worried for anyone. You're not emotionally invested in anyone. You're not really stressed who's doing the murders. Yeah. It's just... it's Yeah, it's just, like, how they... Yeah, it's it's a it's a piss take of a who done it rather than a yeah a 
different take on a whodunit, which I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, for me, I found that disappointing. I mean, it just I yeah, it did. I think it just did a lot of things like that that just didn't really amount to much for yeah. me. Um, and the, yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, it, like you said, it is definitely inside. It is like a love letter to whodunits in a way. It is very kind of you know it mocks them lovingly, and it is also references lots of different films and stuff obviously they mentioned like the alfred hitchcock stuff a couple yeah. of times but also there's that scene that it was like it was kind of cool but i was also quite confused about why they suddenly decided to put this in the film where they do that shining reference you know where sam rockwell gets knocked out and then he turns up in the woods in like a hallucination and he turns up to the bar where adrian yeah. Brody is and they do that shining scene where you know jack nicholson goes to the bar and you know and i was just a bit like I mean, it's not like I guess a fun little reference, but I was like, "What, what, what are we doing? Like, why is this?" It's here? a fun little reference, and I think it's not. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we do that. This is we we often come to an impasse at these moments because I'm yeah. like, it's just a movie. Like, yeah. stop trying to make it more than it is. Like, it's yeah. a movie. Someone who clearly like by someone who loves movies, and it is like a fun little love letter to. Um, two whodunits with like a really Wes Anderson style feel and, mm. a, and a really um, aeroplane comedy style so, and like referencing all these different things and I, I love that like as someone who likes movies but like I, I love being able to pick up on little easter eggs yeah. and just being able, it's not, it's not about do, to be like, a classic. So I do, I agree in terms of like the easter eggs and stuff, I do like it when films do that but I think it's, it's interesting because we both see the same things in the film but we take different things out of it so you say oh yeah like it's very heavily Wes Anderson-y but to me it's like making it Wes Anderson-y to me just draws more attention to the fact that it's less than that do you know what I mean like it's trying to do Wes Anderson but not as well it's trying to do Aeroplane but not as well like it's being self-referential but not solving any of the things that it's referencing and like the thing with the Shining thing is that at that point in the film it was already stretching its runtime for me like I was already kind of I was finding it a bit like okay I, I want this to get somewhere now so when we did the shining thing i was a bit like is this really do we really need this like right now is this what we need like this yeah. kind of to be fair the fact that i can't really remember the context or like why it was, it was needed it was isn't, isn't a good sign is it it was where again spoilers is where Saoirse Ronan thinks that he's the murderer so she tracks him down and then knocks him out with the the spade and then he has but this what is what do he's... we what do we gain from that scene like what do we learn at not much. I mean, he talks to Adrian, Adrian Brody for a bit, and then Adrian Brody asks him if anyone missed him, basically, if anyone was upset that he'd been killed. And then Sam Rockwell was kind of like, not really. And then Adrian Brody was like, yeah, that's what I thought, basically. Um, so it was just an added scene, just yeah. to, just for reference. No, no plot. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't. I can't like, remember. We might just be misremembering, yeah. but yeah. No, um, I I get what you're saying. I guess I just don't feel like it. It has that has negative impact yeah. on me because I'm like. I, I guess I wasn't tired of it by the, yeah. that point, so I yeah, wasn't... Yeah, see, for me, in terms of the pacing and the runtime, the bit where the climax starts and where they all turn up to the manor house at the end, or to twist as Agatha Christie's house, that's when they... The point in which they turn up to that, for me, like, in terms of the runtime, is when I thought the film should have been done, you know, like, and that was when I was ready to be like, this needs to be, for me, wrapped up now. I'm kind of... I've It's outstayed, it's welcome for me, okay. you know, to an extent. Um... And then, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's weird, because obviously, you know, conventionally, the ending in Agatha Christie's house, where they all come together at the manor house, that is normally kind of the entirety of 
these kind of whodunits where they're all convened and that's the film and they spend the whole time in the manor house being like who's done this kind of thing so it was interesting that it was no, not always well often i feel you know they're, they're in like especially with agatha christie films they're isolated in one location a group of people like an ensemble kind of thing um and in yeah. this it was kind of just the last 10 15 minutes which i thought was i odd. want to argue with you but i'm not confident enough to well. like usually i would but now oh, well, I I, well you might be right but i i feel like conventionally who done it i mean like death on the Nile, for example most of that they're on the boat and a death and order or stress or death on murder on the Orient express they're all on the train you know for the majority of the story that, that that's what i kind of mean they're all in these isolated yeah i'm trying to think i suddenly can't think of you know i mean more others, recently but even... out they're all in the house the whole time obviously there's sort of slight oh, deviations i feel but... like people kind of do go off and mm. i don't feel like and I feel like they were like they do keep on coming back together yeah. in this. They're not just like yeah. And I just found, I mean, there's a point where it's like maybe I am just missing something. But like with it being Agatha Christie's house, and you you see Agatha Christie as a character in the film, and I was just a bit like, why is she there? Is it just played for jokes, or is there meant to be some kind of like, you know, reference there about why yeah. she? And I was I, I just. I... Again, again, it's another thing that happened in the film that just didn't amount to anything for me. Like, why would you have... They kind of had Agatha Christie in there, but they didn't actually really do anything with her. Um, you know, they I guess you, they played off for laughs, the fact that she was, like, wielding a gun at one point and that kind yeah. of thing. But, like, there wasn't really any reason for her to be there. <clears throat> that um, final scene, I guess, is where I would agree more with your feeling of it mm. not fully paying off and maybe yeah. just not being quite tied in the perfect bow. But, yeah. um but not to a point that it had like a massively negative impact because for me the whole thing was quite light and so I I, I get maybe I'm just forgiving a lot of a lot of things yeah. that I maybe do kind of agree with you for but that it just didn't ruin it for me because it wasn't mm-hmm. I feel like it I feel like it gave me exactly what it said on the tin and I didn't need so much from it from you so I f- think in yeah yeah like I agree, like, why? But it part kind of all adds into this whole, like, they're making a movie about it rather yeah. than, yeah. Um, you know. And you've got all these, like, background characters and then almost when they do when they do come together and they're all in those ensemble moments, those are whodunit moments, and then they leave and it's, like, not so much a whodunit moment and it's yeah. kind of silly background yeah exactly which um, i which i like but you are someone who qu- needs quite a lot of weight from your movies you need quite a lot I of don't grit know. i don't th- you I... sometimes like silly but you would you agree with me most of the time that you do need a bit of grit and no i just i i, I mean yeah to a certain extent but like i'm also you know happy with it like i said like naked gun and airplane for some of my favorite comedies and films of all time so you know and they're the silliest about as silly as it gets so i just think it's it's more if you're it's that thing where it's like don't threaten me with a good time you know in the film there feels like a few times where it just feels like they're planting seeds for something more interesting to happen and it just never really does and i think you know i mean for me it's almost unfortunate that we watch this coming off the back of a film like bodies 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 which for me without spoiling it did quite a good job at putting a twist on a whodunit with you know obviously what yeah. happens to at the i mean whilst bodies 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 for me was quite predictable it was still like oh that's you know it's quite that's quite a fun idea to for that twist to be you know what's going on um yeah 
So for this, I mean, I just felt like... Well, I feel like you're doing your thing where what, you where wanted want a different film. movie. Well, like, I, I it wasn't know. trying to give... It, at no know. point was it trying to give you a twist. You decided it was going to give you something different. Yeah. It didn't claim to do that. It actively told you multiple times... Okay, well, this in that, in that case, then I just don't forgive it for acknowledging the fact that it was tropey and then being tropey. Like, I don't think... You know, because ultimately what I end up with was a mildly funny film, which just then everything else about it is something that I just feel like I've seen before. And I think that is a problem that I have with whodunits generally. I mean, they're definitely not, you know, one of my preferred genre, like genres is like, like whodunits yeah. and that kind of thing. Like the whole, like, I think it's a Christie thing because I think there is an element of you've seen this before you know there's quite they're quite they're relatively procedural they they kind of follow a structure and Says that kind the of man thing. who watches marvel well i mean i i don't particularly enjoy marvel all that much it's no, not it's not like i'm like, like a big marvel fan like i'm fairly critical of a lot of marvel films to be fair yeah um but i get what you're saying but I just, it doesn't need to be high art. Like, so many enjoyable, fun things. Like, I like, you don't, it's true, you don't like a lot of these sort mm. of things. Like, you know, you don't like TV. Because yeah. it's like, oh, it's just the same again and again. And I'm like, yeah. But if you enjoyed it the first time, why wouldn't you go yeah. back again? Yeah. Um, I've, I found the, the reveal of the murder at the end to be a bit disappointing as well. With the... Again, big spoilers. Um, yeah, this is the, murderer, the spoiler. The, the spoiler. It was the 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 bellboy. It's bellboy. That's the usher. usher. Is the word yeah. bellboy? Something different, I think. The bellboy. usher, the theatre usher, was the murderer because of the yeah. It was the oh, it was because she felt like Agatha. He felt like Agatha Christie was exploiting his childhood trauma for entertainment, which yeah. you know is a like is a fun motive. Like it's an interesting I motive. I thought it was interesting, um, especially for a movie that for me was kind of about. Who done it? Yeah. Rather than. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. I think I guess I just wish that it had been. I think a lot of the thing I th- I find with what makes a good who done it for me is how much the film gives you the opportunity to try and work it out for yourself, and I feel like this film didn't do enough. It wasn't completely like with like there are some films where you just don't get any information. So at the end, like no one is ever going to be able to guess because it's based on information that you don't learn until the end, and it wasn't quite like that. But I do wish there was a bit more sprinkled in there that you could try and piece things together yeah. a bit more. I think it's really hard. I think that's where a lot of whodunit, like very few, very rarely do you have everyone happy with a whodunit mm. of how yeah. much you got of that. Because some people, like you also, it's a really careful balance you have yeah. to do because you don't want to give it too much. Because really, if people are figuring it out, it's not good. It's meant to be a twist. Yeah, it's it meant is, to be, ah, yeah. you thought it was this, but it's yeah. actually this. Yeah, which is And true. I feel it's like they, they had, no, they probably, they didn't, they had enough in it that you could make that you could have guessed at the motive of someone, yeah. Because they do mention um, the twin, the the murder, and the fact that it's based off a real story mm. and stuff. Um, and there are things where it does show that it's like repeatedly trying to like shut it down. Um, and then I feel like there's enough for you to guess who it was, yeah. even if you don't guess the motive, which is quite often, you know, that's the that because mo, you know especially with Agatha Christie that's actually what is being worked out is the yeah. motive and once you've got the motive which again they play up on this it's like yeah but 
but why? And she keeps on, ah, he killed me, he killed them for this. No, he killed them for this. No. Um, and that is, again, it's it's part yeah. of it. So actually, once you've got the motive, you've kind of got the person. And that's kind of the bit that is always the surprise, even if you've figured out who it was yeah, for yeah. some other reason. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I was to take a bet, I would have bet him with almost no reason, just because of like who the actor was almost, and that yeah. there was an usher in it who was paid any attention. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, these things yeah. are always... But again, I feel like it was like more talking about whodunits than trying to be a really good mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you are right. Yeah, which I guess I'll give you that. I just don't know that it was executed particularly well. I think I just, it didn't feel very, I guess, sharp. I guess like it just felt like it needed to be tightened up a little bit. Like it felt a little bit kind of, I guess that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning about it feeling a bit like a first attempt, you know, like a first yeah. feel. Like it just felt a little bit like it was lacking that like sharpness, like it was, you know, just missing something that kind of tied it all together a bit better for me. Yeah, I guess for me, I would disagree and I would say it felt sharp, it felt well executed and to me it felt like it did exactly what it came here to do and it did it well. Like I really liked the style, I liked the humour, I liked... um the referentialness of it like mm. it ticked a lot of boxes for me but what it would say it was missing like is like depth it is on it is unimportant mm. like it is just like it, it does it does feel silly like I, I definitely didn't feel like i wasted any time watching it no. i enjoyed it but i yeah. also definitely it's not a film that's necessarily worth revisiting in yeah film. i didn't yeah i mean I, I I maybe even would it, it's it for the right tone I would watch it again because I really did enjoy the style the humor and the yeah. and the referential bits and that for me is something that does give something it has a lot of watchability but you know if you're wanting something to like take a big bite out of and to be able to have a big conversation on that isn't just about style mm. and humor but yeah. more about story and character and like you know you like high art and it isn't it, <laughs> it isn't that you know you yeah, can't it's can... not poetic it's silly and yeah. i love silly and this I is like where we often well. you do but you take your silly to such an extreme like you can't just have something be a little bit silly yeah. you need it to be like airplane and like you know like like food fight silly clown silly i'm like oh <laughs> no i whilst i'm just like i just want just want a bit of fun, like yeah. with also, which looks good and did make me laugh. And yeah, I, mean, I just can't complain about it. It's a good um, like matinee Sunday afternoon kind of film, I think. Fun for all the family. Yeah, yeah. It's like you go home with your family at Christmas and that's on streaming. It's a good one to watch. One hundred percent. And like we watched it with friends. Yeah. They enjoyed it. It was a nice even. It was a nice evening out. I just feel you really what you really watch stuff as like a critic, and it's uh, <laughs> and I'm like it was. It was fun. It was all, the, but I know you didn't. I know you didn't have as much fun, and you felt disappointed because you felt it was laying you up for something. Yeah, don't get, that me, it like, then don't get didn't... me wrong. I've I've definitely focused on the negatives. Shock. Um, like I like it was part. Like it was it was good. Like it was good. I'll describe it as good. It was an entertaining film. I'd recommend it. But there's, it's one of those films that I would actually recommend to quite a lot of people because I do yeah. think it's got quite broad appeal. It's, totally. You know, it's very. It's relatively light. It's pretty funny. You know, it's entertaining. Most people like a mystery, and the mystery is good enough. I think. Like, yeah, it's, it's good enough. Yeah. So you know. I thought some bits were really good, and mm. some bits were good enough. And yeah. for me, there was nothing that was like, oh, like that's bad. Yeah, and um, again, we were saying like it's similar to what I was saying when we did uh, Three Thousand Years of Longing. 
it's nice that a mid-budget original film is out in cinemas yeah. that's quite nice as well and a lot less, less original <laughs> le- le- i mean yeah less original in like that kind as of it does sense, feel but, like, quite yeah it feels very almost, not frank not frankenstein yeah. but it, you as you said you can really feel where it's yeah. pulling its influences from which i actually really like as someone who isn't as good at movies as you with like you know names of directors and like this and this is why they're doing that and this is why i'm doing that i'm like well, I, mean, I, mostly, I get that reference i mostly make it up as i go along it's the it's the straight white male authority in which we say things without yeah without actually knowing anything you know, if you say it confidently enough people are like yeah that's probably right yeah unfortunately well at least when a straight white male says it confidently enough yeah exactly no, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I'd recommend someone to watch it. But I wouldn't recommend... Like, it's not going to be anyone's favourite film. Well, I'm, well, Maybe it well, would. You know, there's 8 billion people on the planet. There could be oh, one person God, who's... Pedant, yeah. Might yeah. be someone's favourite film. Maybe the only film that someone sees. Yeah. Might be someone's both favourite and least favourite film. Exactly. But, like... Yeah, I wouldn't say it was, like, a waste of time. Unless you were going into it wanting, like... <laughs> they should put that incredib- on, the, on the DVD cover. I know that. It definitely that's wasn't a waste of time. But so many films do, and I didn't yeah. have any major issues with it. Like, even great films that I'm like, that was incredible, I'll have more major issues with yeah. them. This just, I feel like, I like, yeah, it's like a good, you know, it's like a really good pizza, it's like a nice pizza instead of like going to like a four course gourmet yeah, meal. It's not the Ritz. No, but it's delicious. It's like um, it's like going to Pizza Hut. No, um, wrong already. I'm not letting you finish. Whilst looking at a posh Italian pizza place out the no, window. No, that's the opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> you irritate me so much. Don't take my analogy and ruin it. <laughs> it's not. It's like having a really nice pizza. Yeah. Like it was quick. It was easy, but it's. It's delicious. It's yeah. giving you everything you want. You wanted yeah. pizza. But if someone told you, I'm taking you to a really fancy restaurant, get get all dressed up and mm. you know, I'm gonna you're gonna have you're gonna be wined and dined and there's gonna be multiple courses and like, you know, it'll mm. change your life. As meal as meals frequently do for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would be disappointed. But that's on you because no one promised you gourmet. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, that was kind of a good metaphor for how I felt the film what the film was doing though it felt throughout the film it was like get your suit on we're going out for a big meal and then they came to the conclusion that they just serve you like frozen pizza stop ruining my- no <laughs> not frozen pizza it was good you keep on taking it and being like oh and then it did it lo- shitly but we, no like part of you pizza. is saying that it did it shitly because yeah. it didn't well I'm not, just- I'm not i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with frozen pizza but but we both agree that dr Ruka is one of the best pizzas you can get no it's one know. of the best frozen pizzas you can get which a pizza is still a pizza i've never had a bad pizza in my oh life. this we're gonna have a round now like, <laughs> <laughs> this is an old debate between us of course you can get bad pizza um <laughs> And, they, and and you can get bad movies, and this wasn't that. No, it wasn't. This just wasn't what the movie you decided it should be. But no. I think it was the movie that the people who made it decided it should be, yeah. and that I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So you, you enjoyed it overall? Yeah, totally. Like, I, I would. Yeah, if someone was to ask me, I'd just say, "Oh, what did you think of the movie?" I'd say it was really fun. I thought it was well done. It's not going to be a classic. No. I think that's exactly what my Uncle Ben said, actually, because he went and saw it the day after we did, and I texted him. Um, and he said, he was like, yeah, it was good. It's not going to be a classic. I'm no. like, no. 
it's not yeah exactly but that's fine by me yeah I mean I like I said I'd recommend it to you know if anyone's on the fence about it give it I mean I feel like it's you know you could wait for streaming for it definitely it's certainly not something that you need to rush out to the cinema to see in that sense but no wrong as as a movie lover you're telling your job is to tell everyone should go out to the cinema cinema, buy as much popcorn as you can I liked it like I liked what I think I don't I, I think saying you like wait for streaming is a bit insulting to it i think you're being like, <laughs> i think you're insulting it and i think it's rude because okay. it didn't do what you wanted it to do yeah. Yeah. you know it's not apocalypse now so why even bother exactly yeah. that is kind of the barometer in which i go into a film i know um but yeah got, have you got anything else to add about it or is that it? you're happy um i i don't i don't think i do um no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Good. I'm happy, I guess. Well, there we go. I think a lot of people would probably agree with you. I'm, I don't know, I'm, well, I'm, apparently not, because all the reviews have been very positive, so... Even from, like, filmy people? Yeah, like well, I was looking on uh, Letterboxd, and people were giving, like, four stars and stuff like that, which is obviously quite positive. It's quite positive for Letterboxd, where everyone at Letterboxd is a snob, so... Yeah, I assume that they're all going to be like you. Yeah, exactly, but on this occasion, clearly not. I mean, I'd still give it like a three-star rating, which is pretty, pretty. For right. you, it's that's okay. okay. Yeah. But for me, a three-star, oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, th- I think a lot of people would actually more agree with you more, and they would say, as you do, that I'm kind of maybe taking it too seriously. I don't feel like I am taking it too seriously, but. Um, but you are. But I don't. Whether you feel like. But it I'm or not. Well. But I'm not, and that's fine. And it's it's an okay film, and it's not a great. No, film. it's a good film. It's a good film. It's a good film, yeah. It's just oh. not an amazing film. Yeah. It's not um, ground it's not groundbreaking, but I didn't feel anywhere where I was trying to be. No, exactly. For someone's first day like feature film as well, I actually think that's so impressive. To me, they did Wes Anderson better than Wes Anderson. I'm like, oh, thank God, I can actually focus on the movie that rather is, than just the whimsical very, air. That was a very hot I know take. it was a hot take. That I love I love to hate because that's what yeah, I do I I actually do really like Wes Anderson, but I also love to hate Wes Anderson. He's very easy to to mock. Yeah. He's a very it's like low hanging fruit, isn't it, really picking on Wes Anderson. Probably more so than any director, even though he's quite critically you know, well regarded, he's very easy to mock because he's yeah. so I found it really funny when I realised that Adrian Brody was in it after. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, in, we yeah. really are tr- you really are trying. The same faces. Yeah. Um, but no, I feel like, you know, he used Wes Anderson's style without it, like, overtaking the movie. Which, like, yeah, I think that's... Um, he made it work for him rather than made the movie work for the style. That's a whole different debate yeah, to have no, on, sorry, a, on another podcast where we can really get into why you're wrong about that element of Wes Anderson's filmmaking but um there's still some Wes for us to watch I think yeah exactly um but for now um that will see how they run I've been Jacob you have been Indigo thanks for listening see you next time goodbye bye